Hello, Next in Nonprofits podcast listeners. Just a quick note before today's show, this was recorded live at the Salesforce conference in San Francisco in November 2019, and we did need to record in a crowded room with lots of other people chatting, so there's some background noise that we don't normally hear. Uh, Hope you'll hang with it for a great conversation. And one quick program note, uh, at what point there's a mention of uh, GuideStar as a partner, it's actually Charity Navigator is the United Way partner for looking up uh, participating charities. So with those notes, uh, here's today's show. Thanks. Welcome to Next in Nonprofits. I'm Steve Boland, and I am very pleased to be joined today by Stephanie Slingerland, uh, the Director of Philanthropy and Social Impact at Kellogg Companies, and William Browning, uh, United Way's Chief Strategy and Transformation Officer. Both of you, thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you, Steve. Uh, William, I'd like to ask you to just introduce yourself and your work at United Way first, and then I'm going to ask Stephanie if you'd do the same to talk a little bit about your role at Kellogg before we get a little bit into why we're here at Salesforce, what we're talking about with Philanthropy Cloud. So thanks, Steve. Um, So I serve as the Chief Strategy and Transformation Officer, and what that's about is helping United Way really uh, fulfill its mission. Our mission is mobilizing the caring power of communities, and we are really trying to find ways to innovatively uh, connect, reach, and empower and activate people um, to causes they care about. The creation of citizen philanthropists and really helping businesses um, uh, like Kellogg's foster, harness, and activate their own employees for social good, as well as helping businesses really implement effective philanthropic strategy. That's my role at United Way. So thanks for having me, Stephanie Slingerland. I'm our director of philanthropy at Kellogg Company. So I oversee all of our uh, global corporate giving around our signature cause, which is hunger relief through what we call our Better Days program. And as part of that work, it is also about engaging our employees um, in this with us. And so we oversee all of our employee volunteerism and giving and those types of activities with great partners like United Way. I was really excited to uh, hear that somebody from Kellogg was coming. Uh, in my world, of course, I hear Kellogg and I think the foundation. And we always have to be reminded, right, the company. <laughs> Very yes. much a vital part of the world of the, of the nonprofit sector, too, not just the philanthropic arm that's been around for a little while. Um, so I, I want to ask you some specific questions about your utilization first. But um, let me begin, William, with asking you a little bit about the um, the, the time since Philanthropy Cloud was announced at Salesforce as a component of what they roll out and how it works with United Way as a lead partner in that tool. How so far have you been seeing your connections with either the and charities that you're supporting in United Way or from the companies that you're working with changing over the time since Philanthropy Cloud has become a little bit more stabilized? Yeah, so I think it's important to understand that what we're trying to do is foster a good philanthropic strategy for our companies and turnkey solutions. So what we see in the last year with Salesforce is uh, we've, we've matured the financial giving side of the house, allowing uh, employees to find the causes they care about and give. But we've also uh, released the volunteering side of the house, the platform, and that has been a, a pretty significant differentiator for the product as well as making a mobile application available just last month. So from our side, the partnership with Salesforce continues to be one that's of innovation and innovation. Um, It's easy for me to say iteration (laughs) and uh, (laughs) innovation. Um, uh, What we've seen from customer adoption is uh, much more, uh, many more customers per month buying into the solution and actually configuring it. And we have a wide range of of customizations around um, uh, complexity. We have some companies that just want the -the out-of-the-box solution and the content and they're ready to go. We have companies like uh, our partner like Kellogg who 
um, really has some interesting ways and they want to engage their employees and trying to find ways to, to customize the solution. And we have companies right in the middle. Um, so it's for us, the implementation has been one of um, uh, benefit. We're seeing companies having um, certainly um, the overall performance is still um, in its early stages, but we're seeing right. uh, good performance from campaign, from engagement, um, from content utilization. Uh, much stronger than we had with uh, platforms before where it was just single use and, and done. So we're really hopeful for, uh, excited for the next the next year of product as we start to mature it even further and actually scale um, additional capability internationally. I, I appreciate the reminder that uh, this is iterative, that uh, as much as uh, Salesforce is an extremely powerful platform, uh, it doesn't launch with everything all the time right away. I was just at a session earlier this morning talking about um, the uh, nonprofit success pack stuff uh, and how all of the basic functions for the nonprofit end are continuing to evolve and new things that are running out. But uh, Stephanie, let me ask you then to talk a little bit about your experience at Kellogg. If you could contextualize that too with uh, the, the number of employees that you've got as potential donors, volunteers, supporters of these causes, and um, what's their uh, disbursement? I mean, are most of them in a close to headquarters? Do you have folks in lots and lots of places? Yeah, so we were very interested in uh, adopting a platform uh, like Salesforce Philanthropy Cloud because we have intentionally built into our uh, purpose platform um, an employee engagement goal around volunteerism. Um, and we had a really rudimentary way of tracking that in the past. Um, and so and you, as you think about our workforce, we're piloting in this in the U.S., we have um, many plants across the country. We've got several office locations. We've got sales offices. We've got employees working remotely. Mm -hmm. um, so we didn't have a great way to bring all of those employees together in a single platform. So with Philanthropy Cloud, we now have that sort of one-stop shop um, for employees to go learn about our Better Days program. So they can go there. They can get content about our platform, our partners. Um, they can learn about causes that they care about. They can give to the causes that they care about. And they can sign up for those volunteer opportunities all in a single place. Um, and we didn't have anything like that before. So it's really revolutionized the way that we have been able to galvanize our employees. Um, really in the last six months since we've launched it. So William mentioned a little bit about customization of the platform and there might be varying levels. Some might want to adopt just kind of what's already functioning pretty easily. Others may choose more. When you looked at your customization, was it about your philanthropic goals uh, that you wanted to have a little bit more? Um, this is where the company would like to emphasize we work as a team versus you know, any individual employee may like, well, you know, my kid's scout troop or whatever other thing they like to yes. give to. Yeah. We actually branded our um, uh, philanthropy cloud as our Better Days hub. So yeah. I mentioned Better Days is our purpose platform focused around food security and hunger relief. Um, so we have been very focused in that platform and talking about the work that we're doing with partners like United Way to fight hunger in our communities um, and, and how employees can rally around this particular issue with us. Um, that said, we recognize that there's a lot of causes that employees care about. Um, and so we are encouraging people to leverage the tool as a way to, to engage with those causes and to also tell us about the volunteer time that they are serving with those organizations. We haven't had a way to track uh, those kinds of engagements before. We only really could uh, gauge 
volunteer participation for things we organized centrally or groups that we knew that were volunteering. Now we have a place where we can tell all of our employees, when you volunteer, go to the hub and track those hours so we can learn more about what our employees are interested in, what they're engaging in, so we can build richer and robust programs going forward. So, William, how does that experience translate for United Ways worldwide? Because when, when many of us think of United Way, of course, we think of our local United Way. Right. For me, the Greater Twin Cities United Way. But for wherever you know people may be based, if they're thinking, I want to engage with some charities locally, how does the worldwide organization help facilitate that? How does this platform help you see where the uptake is and, and what you might recommend well, to those local chapters? Let's, take a, let's answer the question in two parts. So first, what Philanthropy Cloud really does for us is allow us to work as one network. And so for the first time in United Way, you know, history, we, you know, we have a federated network um, where you said each, each local has their own board members. So just to the point of hit reference, we have over 30,000 board members volunteering across <laughs> the United Way system, uh, including Stephanie, who's a fabulous, uh, fabulous uh, board member. Um, so the, the complexity of trying to bring the network together, Salesforce Philanthropy Cloud has been the first enterprise tool that's allowed us to actually really do that and put our customers first. The second part is, um, how do we how do we drive the nonprofit and really build content in the system? And that we're just launching new strategic partnerships with nonprofits. Um, they're already in the system through charity uh, through GuideStar and through the back end, so people can find any 503 in the planet through mm -hmm. Salesforce Philanthropy Cloud. The the next step is actually to create much more innovative partnerships. And actually, here at Dreamforce, I've been excited about. I've met several of the nonprofit large nonprofit agencies and, and started to talk to them about. How do we actually facilitate their content in the system? How do we make sure that we are looking at United Way plus some of these strategic partners? You know, we serve 17,000 community agencies across the uh, United States alone. So how do we bring them into the fold? It's not about United Way only content. It's got to be about finding content that res resonates with uh, the end customer, um, right. the end consumer, the end employee, uh, and really harnessing that. So. Uh, we know Salesforce um, will be producing a, what's called the nonprofit portal in the next. Um, I can't tell you when because it's you know we don't put dates around you know future forward statements. Right. But the next step is to actually have a self-service ability for the nonprofits to put content in. And United Way, we actually took it a step further. We actually built um, our own content management system for SPC, which we're actually positioning with the nonprofit sector to help them expedite their content. We're not afraid of having more nonprofits in the system because we want everybody in. Uh, the more content, the more fulfilling the, the, the platform, the more engaged we'll have as uh, citizen philanthropists. So let me dig in a little bit at that one. Please. So or organizations that are not currently grantees for United Way uh, are then able to use this content management system and talk a little bit more about what they do. So it could be that small scout troop, for example, if that's the charity that you know, you're engaged in in your volunteer time yep. because you're you know, you're connected as a family, that you want to be able to share that. If that scout troop then wants to go, oh, right, we do, a, you know, this activity and that activity, and we'd yep. like people to be able to know that, they can then upload that into Philanthropy Cloud, even if they're a, a, a non-staffed organization that's not a grantee. Um, yeah, so it's not just for United Way agencies that we fund. I mean, the okay. reality is, if you think about the sustainable development goals and the spectrum of causes, so you have things like, you know, dogs and cats and climate right. and environment, um, issues that are, you know, really important that... United Way traditionally doesn't doesn't do a lot of work around. So we can't limit what United Way thinks is important to the platform. We won't do that. So if you're right point, whether it's the Boy Scouts and, and how they would designate to a local, you know, local chapter, uh, we certainly want that. And we really what we really are looking for is you think about we are in the experience economy. You know, we are fostering an experience. So we're looking for the nonprofit agencies United Way to really help us create 
those stories that matter, the things that inspire, uh, and really creating an experience of the platform that lets people feel like I make a difference, I can contribute, I can volunteer, I can advocate, and I've got power. And that's that's the idea of Philanthropy Cloud. Right. So, let me, Stephanie, let me ask you a little bit about the experience with that volunteer component of it in particular as you're talking about um, how the um, employees across all of these different offices um, may be sort of guided to here are some opportunities if you don't know what you're looking for that, that we as a company believe are really good uh, things that have our food security goals that meet these things. Um, but if employees also then want to have more of a, a peer-to-peer experience recruiting folks to something they believe in, they can still use the internal tool to do that. Yes, absolutely. And we're actually seeing really strong adoption of the tool through our business employee resource groups. So we have several employee resource groups. Our Women of Kellogg group, for example, um, has used the tool quite a bit to organize volunteer opportunities um, where people can sign up uh, for those particular opportunities. Um, And we've had others that um, not only just the volunteer, but have a particular campaign that they want to encourage people to give to as well. So So the tool is offering a really um, important uh, opportunity for those groups to better organize themselves and invite people to participate in their causes. And then on the back end, we can track their um, engagement in those activities um, because our employee resource groups have goals around volunteerism and engagement as well. So not only is it allowing us to track it more fully from a corporate perspective, but then we can drill down to engagement in each of those employee resource groups and help them achieve their goals and metrics as well. So are the smaller field offices being encouraged to try and create more team-oriented volunteering experiences, too, that are related to those specific goals? Yes, absolutely. So we have, um, in our sales offices, we are working to coordinate um, opportunities for them to engage in local communities, supporting our cause, um, as well as in our plants, um, all of our plant locations. Um, We've got folks that are going out and serving in soup kitchens and going to the food bank and doing food packing and all these really great opportunities to support local communities and now they can track their hours right in the hub or the philanthropy cloud and we can see it so uh, william this may be a little out of your real house but let me throw it out there anyway because i'm hearing a lot about this (laughs) most things are uh the hearing a lot now about the sustainable development goals as a component of what salesforce is looking at broader um data gathering information about that when you talk about kellogg's goals around food in particular that of course is in the sustainable goals that the united nations is talking about um is there thoughts as you hear about things uh, from the united way's perspective about how do we aggregate some of the impact data across what Kellogg employees are doing and other um, Salesforce customers? Our performance framework, which measures impact across our $4.5 billion investment, is aligned to the uh, Sustainable Development Goals. SPC is actually cataloged against the Sustainable Development Goals. So for every piece of content, I can actually catalog which sustainable goal it goes against. Same with the volunteering side. So the idea is that company can actually accelerate their ESG um, or CSR reports um, uh, end of year. So we, we built it on the intention that SDGs are a critical component. We even have a partnership with the UN to actually facilitate more advocacy, awareness, and engagement with the SDGs. So we can actually be, we're a firm believer in those sustainable development goals and believe that they're um, a critical factor for business and consumers. Well, I think part of the power of the Salesforce platform and, and you know, at the .org level too for everybody else is to, um, the amount of information you're capable of gathering is certainly, you know, the power is built into the system. You can do that. Now, choosing what to gather and how to aggregate it is another thing. And I think for some of the nonprofit partners, the challenge has been a little bit about 
about we can talk about our small role in our small community with our food shelf or soup kitchen or whatever it might be. But being able to kind of roll that up and say we're part of this larger effort is a powerful message for that local charity too. Is there a way for them to kind of see that that aggregated impact if they're not directly in philanthropy cloud themselves? Yeah, we're looking at what we call United Insights, which is a, our hmm. data program. So basically taking data and actually converting it to insights. So whether okay. it's insights around how nonprofits are actually, um, you know, actually performing, and you know, from evaluation perspective, whether it's um, data around two on one, for example, our resource yeah. and referral line around predictive analytics to actually predict what issues are coming down the pipe that we should be more proactive for, whether it's collective impact studies that actually show how nonprofits as a as a system are performing uh, to feed public sector public service, you know, public policy data, uh, and then you combine it with the real the real fun stuff is you combine it with the consumer corporate side of data like Salesforce, Planetary yeah. Cloud. And actually align them together. Um, so you can actually get people uh, at Kellogg's, for example, their employees to the causes they care about, but then have data behind that that actually shows why those nonprofits are successful. Well, it is good to acknowledge, though, that I think um, the the scale at which Salesforce.org, Salesforce works is, you know, a little bit larger. If you look at the number of charities that are involved in the United States, that people could pick from the 1.5 million of them, let alone the worldwide charities that, that organizations as big as Kellogg may be involved in, um, there's a lot to pick from there. So I, I think it's always interesting to me to see when some uh, employees begin to get involved in a, a charity as a donor that the, the volunteer opportunity thing comes a little bit later for some of them and they hear about that. This tool being able to connect those things when those opportunities come up is, I think, extremely powerful. But being able to aggregate that information is uh, this next level here and I think is, is really exciting. So uh, how does Kellogg, for example, if I can go back to you, Stephanie, just um, start thinking, okay, we're gathering all this information now. We know more about how people are giving time and treasure, how do we start talking about that, you know, both within the company and outside the company? That's a lot of data. Yeah, absolutely. So I think internally, uh, starting there, as I mentioned, the data will help us be able to evolve our programming to be smarter. So for example, you know, we've been hearing a lot of feedback from our employees. We love giving back to our community. We're so passionate about this issue of hunger. We love going to food banks and soup kitchens and community gardens and doing these things. But is there something else we can be doing? Is there something more we can be doing? And so we've actually been looking at how we can uh, pilot skills-based volunteering um, with partners like United Way, for example. So we had a really great example of someone on our our communications team, our local food bank in Battle Creek was going through a name change and they needed some help with a communications mm-hmm. plan for that. We had someone on our communications team looking for a development opportunity in that space and we were able to connect them. So getting that feedback in more real time um, can help us uh, shift where we want to go in terms of what we um, are doing from a programming perspective. And then as we look externally, it gives us a really rich and more robust opportunity to do storytelling around what right. we're doing. Um, so, you know, we have had, you know, as I said, we've been tracking the number of hours that our employees are volunteering. So we can say how many, you know, thousands of hours our employees are volunteering towards this issue of food security. But now we can uh, drill it down even more specifically and say, here, look, this is what we did in Battle Creek, our hometown. This is what we did in Chicago, where we have offices. We can get much more rich and robust data that can help with external storytelling than we were able to have access to before. So I'm going to throw this next one out to either of you about the idea 
idea of skills-based volunteering as an uh, iterative step forward here. There are others that have uh, tried to crack that nut. Uh, uh, Catch a Fire LinkedIn's got their own version of it. You know, how do you see the integration yeah. of that part when Salesforce is already sort of part of the enterprise? I, I mean, how does that work? Do we know yet? Well, I think for us, it will be a great platform where we can, um, again, make those opportunities available. It mm -hmm. can be a platform that we can use to link our employees to those opportunities. And then they'll be able to see how that's actually laddering up to our overall corporate goals and how that's contributing to our Better Days goal around food security. It's been interesting to me working with volunteers that sometimes you get people who are extremely skilled in one area and when a time comes to volunteer they're like, oh my God, I don't want to do that another 60 hours a week. I already do that 60 hours a week at my day job. You know, I want to sort food at a food bank and just talk to people and, and not do my day job. So identifying that they have the potential to give in those areas as opposed to what is their desire when with their off time, how do they want to contribute back uh, is a whole other level of data gathering. So is that part of the conversations? Uh, uh, again, either of you want to jump in on that? Yeah, I, I think for us... Um, it's being able to offer a spectrum of opportunities that uh, employees can engage in if they want to. So maybe they do just want to go out to the food bank and pack some food packs or, you know, they would really like to get into one of the schools where we support a, a feeding program and, and engage with the kids. Yeah. Or maybe they want to. They are really great at finance and the <laughs> local food bank needs some help with a project and they can offer their skills. Um, you know, it's about offering a range and a host of opportunities. Uh, uh, opportunities for employees where they see can see themselves plugging in. So, William, I know a lot of United Way um, volunteers are skilled based. The folks that I've talked with certainly are. Uh, is that something that you collect data on the philanthropy cloud side or is it something that you try to encourage people that are using your salesforce.com stuff to um, kind of categorize I where think, might they have skills? Yeah, I think it's, Steve, I think it's aspirational at this point or okay. some of the degree of which we're going to categorize. But I think the, the long-term vision is that um, and skill-based volunteering, as you mentioned, is not an easy thing. Right. I mean, the, the variety of of actually assessing whether someone is skilled or not um, and the formality of that uh, can make it really challenging. So what we want to be able to do in the future is um, within within the philanthropy cloud, be able to have more criteria really, you know, validate that. But I think you're still going to have some degree of off-platform um, services. And I think that's where United Way really does come in, where you're vetting volunteers deeper than a technology platform can do. Um, you're actually making sure that the... Um, the, all the logistics and the management of that's happening. It's, it's also much more complex if you're talking about, you know, skill-based apprenticeship programs or things that are, you know, you're really uh, upskilling um, people. That's that's a different level of complexity. But I, I, ideally aspirational, we'd love to see a platform be able to at least categorize um, and do some level of pre-screening and then obviously capturing their back-end reporting. Not just reporting of did the person show up and volunteer, but did we actually see cumulative impact on the yeah. person getting the actual the actual exposure to the volunteer? Right. And, you know, Stephanie, I appreciate your comment on this, that uh, um, some folks that have been doing that high level of skill thing at their job for decades and decades maybe want to change, but others who are newer in their skills-based career may really want to broaden that portfolio out and show what they can do. And sometimes it's nice to have a volunteer project you can pick up. So lots of choices to put in front of people, and I think that that's really important. Uh, we're starting to run a little low on time, so I do want to kind of ask you, as we talk about iterations, um, looking at you know what we've learned so far, um, are there things that um, you're, you're more excited about than others to say, you know, this is the thing that we really need as United Way, or this is the thing that we at Kellogg would really love to see happening? Where would you like to begin to see more changes in, as the product evolves? 
Well, two things for for me. One is immediately on the horizon, and that's on mobile. Oh yeah. Um, you know, having employees that can engage through that um, space. You know, as we mentioned, many remote employees or even our plant employees being able to engage uh, through mobile. And then, if we have um, uh, volunteer opportunity, you know, eventually they'll be able to check into the volunteer opportunity right there from their mobile device rather than having to remember to go back to their <laughs> desk and, and log it in, which doesn't always happen. Um, but the other thing I'm excited about um, for potential for the platform is uh, around uh, creating that that two-way dialogue, you know, with our employees for them to be able to provide feedback to us right through the platform. And also opportunities, I think, for um advocacy. Um, oh, you know, so one of the things that we do from an employee perspective as well is, you know, we host these great events, but we don't want employees to just say, oh, I showed up for this really great volunteering event and now I'm going to leave and I feel great. And that's wonderful. We want that. But we also want people to see how they can continue to take action even after they leave that room. So maybe it's going back to, um, you know, Philanthropy Cloud and making a gift to that organization. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, we just had an event where um, we talked about um, child nutrition reauthorization, which is helping with, you know, uh, summer feeding programs. And we were able to give folks a postcard when they left there to send a message to Senator Stavis about the importance of this work. Wouldn't it be great if we could facilitate something like that directly through Salesforce Philanthropy Cloud? So I think these are some exciting things that could be on the horizon for the platform. Great. And William? Well, Stephanie and Kellogg's are the customer, so what they want is the priority. (laughs) But I would say this. I think the thing that I get most excited about is, and we're still a long way from where we want to be, but is is having... um, the variety of content in the system that really engages and inspires people. So we're doing some pretty interesting work around um, influencers uh, content. We're looking at ways to build our own SPC channels of exclusive content that are only available in the system. And most importantly, we're looking at how do we get user generated content? How do we get the stories hmm. from the from the actual volunteers, the, the um, people doing the work, the agencies? And so I think um, over the next year, we've, you know, we've got a good stable platform and now it's a matter of, okay, how do we populate it with exceptional experiences? Content's not just stories and pictures of, you know, that move you, it's also uh, the experiential volunteer side. So our, our next challenge, in my opinion, is got to build up uh, the content and really engage uh, the audience with it. Well, one quick follow-up question there, because you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Kellogg does, and, and uh, you know, other larger employers as customers, but also, of course, the nonprofits that you support are you know, customers to yeah. the United Way as well. Um, anything you're hearing from uh, those organizations that are partners that are saying, you know, this I, again, I imagine mobile must be right towards the top for a lot of people, but other, I think, things that you're hearing about? No, I think we, we value, first of all, the, the primary customer on this platform for the, at least the short term will be the employer employer that's okay. that's the you know so when we talk about our customer our agency partners we call them our partners um, and whether they're technically a partner or they're just a nonprofit that's out there doing great work because there's certainly a lot of those yeah um, for us what we're hearing from them is really um, the invitation to want to be on the platform uh, help with actually contouring content you know they're yeah. most of the nonprofit sector is struggling with the fourth revolution so how do we as a partner United Way puts 4.5 billion back into the nonprofit ecosystem every year and then we raise it every year and yeah. spend it again uh, most people don't realize that. And so how do we actually help enable further the nonprofits to be even more sustainable and successful? And, and digital is way to do that. So we're we're out there extending the invitation now to our partners saying, let's let's get you in the platform. Let's figure out how to get your content contoured. Let's make sure you're successful. If they're successful, we'll be successful. And that's how we feel about it. 
that, I think, is a wonderful closing comment right there. So I'm going to just take a moment to thank you both. Stephanie Slingerland is the Director of uh, Philanthropy and Social Impact at Kellogg Companies. William Browning is at United Way Chief Strategy and Transformation Officer. Thank you both so thank much. Thank you, Steve. Thank you.